on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Priscilla And this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society Welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have Q and AF That is where you submit the questions and I give you the AFs. Yeah. So where do they submit? Guys, email these questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. For those of you that don't know, this was originally the MF CEO project. It was the number one entrepreneur personal development podcast on uh, iTunes for a number of years. And we converted it to Real AF back in 2019 to talk about a more wide range of topics. Now, if this is your first time listening, today we're going to answer some questions. Uh, other shows that we do on this channel, we do CTI, which is Cruise the Internet. We throw up three headlines, we break down uh, the lies and the delusions of those headlines, and we bring them to reality. Man, dude, you see how I did that shit? It's crazy. That is fucking, that is seven years, eight years of practice, yeah. just tying shit together on the fly. Then we have Real Talk, and Real Talk is where I go for like, five to 20 minutes or so uh, about a topic that is going to benefit you if you decide to listen and apply. Then we have full length. Full length is where I bring on an interesting guest, successful guest, someone who kicks ass. We talk about how much ass they kicked, how they did it. And then we also tie in how you could do it too. Because the biggest lie that we're told as human beings is that those things are for other people. All of you have the potential. All of us have the potential. We just have to apply the skills. So with that being said, uh, today is Q&AF and there is a fee like always. And the fee is very simple. If you like the show, share the show. If the show made you think, share the show. If you said, hey, fuck that guy, share the show. If you learn something new, share the show. We getting it? It's real simple. Share the show. Share it. I could sell you a whole bunch of shit based on the size of this show. Can make eight figures on this show real easy. Uh, just running ads for companies, but I'm not answering to anybody and I don't want you to think that I do. So we don't do that. And I ask that you share the show in return. I think that's a fair trade. Well, I got some good ones for you, bro. Oh, no way. You do? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's right. surprising. Um, let's get into this, man. Question number one, Andy, I have someone on my team who is a hard worker, but only when I give them specific work to do. How do you take someone who has a lot of potential and inspire them to take initiative instead of having me to feed them every single task. That is a difficult skill to install into someone who doesn't have it. Just being upfront, honest. It's idea um, of initiative. Yeah. To yeah. have initiative, yeah. right? Like you, there's people who execute really well um, when you tell them what to do. And then there's people who execute really well on what needs to be done mm. of what they observe needs to be done. Yeah. Those people are 10 times more valuable than the first set. Yeah. Okay, that would be one thing to explain. I try to explain that to people around uh, the office here who ask me pretty, pretty often, you know, what can I do to, to accelerate my career? Well, the biggest thing that you could do to accelerate your value in any position, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, no matter what, is to learn to identify the problems and then execute on those problems with effective solutions without having to be directed. Mm. The last part is the important part, without having to be 
directed. That's what executive level employees do, okay? When we go into an executive level meeting, because your goal, if you're an entrepreneur or, or an entrepreneur, should be to be in that room, right? Like you're going to be there by default if you're an entrepreneur, but you may not have 10 people in there with you if you suck. Right. So you got to be, the goal is to be in that fucking room, all right? If you're trying to get there as an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur, you have to learn to identify the critical problems that need to be done, and you have to execute with an effective solution without being directed. Because when the CEO walks into that room and he says, this is what we're doing, he is not going to break down or she is not going to break down every specific detail of every specific task. They are counting on you to do that. If you have the wrong person in the room that needs to be direct on every single detail of every specific task, they will soon to be not in that room. That's the nature of how this works. And I think just making your employees understand that they are infinitely more valuable when they can identify problems, uh, take action on them in the best way that they know how. Now, are they going to make mistakes? Fucking right, they're going to make mistakes. But if you have a good set of uh, people with good character and you have, they have the intent that we're going to solve problems for people, then they are naturally going to do most of the time the right thing with maybe some tweaks. Yeah. And every time they fuck it up, which they will, that's an opportunity to invest in their education by teaching them the lesson. That's how they improve, right? And if you fuck it up with a customer, um, the truth is, is that when you have a disgruntled customer and you make it right over the top, they become a bigger fan of you anyway. So usually you could salvage that relationship if you're, if you're doing and operating in good faith, doing the right things. Yeah. So really from a, from a manager's or a leader's point of view, this is an education problem. This is a vision casting problem. This is you painting the vision for that employee uh, or those employees that they are to do uh, what needs to be done without being directed to do it if they want to get to the highest value position in the company, which is most likely uh, anybody that's worth a shit's goal. Okay? That's real. Yeah. Let, me, let me follow up on that, Andy, because, I mean, you're, you're a builder of people, right? <clears throat> when it comes to, to seeing your employees when they take initiative, right, or they, they're following these core values, what's the reward system like, right? Because, like, I, like with the standards, because I mean, it's like you have these standards, and it's like these are this is what it, what, what's expected, I, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So do you reward? Yeah, I don't them reward for doing people things? for things that are expected. Right, 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 right. I mean, we don't. Re- that's not what we do here. Right. Like, I don't believe in fucking giving a trophy for fifth place. Right. Like, motherfucker, you're either winning or you're not. You're either the best or you're not. Mm. And those levels of performance are expected here, or you will fail to be here. Yeah. That's the reality. So. You know, we've gotten to a place in society where everybody's getting rewarded for shit that they should be doing anyway. Right. Like, fuck, bro. Right. That ain't the way it works in supposed reality. Supposed to be fucking winning. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. supposed to work hard. Right. You're supposed to eat right. You're supposed to take care of your body. You're supposed to put the good information in your brain. You're supposed to have ambition. You're supposed to take care of your family. You're supposed to pay your bills. You're supposed to do all these things. And just because you do them, does not make you an exceptional human. Mm. This is an entire problem that we have culturally across America, okay? We've gotten to the point where being a decent motherfucker and like just handling business is somehow extraordinary performance. That's great news for those of you who are younger and looking to build a life, 
because most people ain't trying. And if you become moderately successful, which is easier to do now than it's ever been because you have less competition, you are able to stand out even more and accelerate that through your life. The truth of the matter is, we're, this is the greatest opportunity for people that want to fucking win ever in the history of fucking humanity. Okay, everybody's doom and gloom. Bro, I'm excited. Yeah. Everybody's scared. I'm fucking excited because I know one thing for sure. When it's not cool to win and everybody's not trying, that means there's lots of opportunity for me. There's lots of opportunity for you guys. And you could choose to either go after it or you could choose to be like everybody else. I know what I'm choosing. I'm not eating motherfucking crickets. Right. I'm eating fucking steak. And so is everybody with me. That's it. Man, that's fucking real shit, man. It's real. Uh, question number two, guys. Andy, question number two. What's your take on making promises? Okay, do you make them? Do you stay away from them? Uh, I find it harder each day with all the craziness going on in the world because of outside factors and things that aren't in my control are changing so quickly. So uh, in a time like now, is it okay to make promises to your employees or customers? Or guarantees, I should say. I prefer deals. Hmm. I prefer deals over promises. Hmm. Promises, it, 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 promises promotes entitlement. You owe me this. Hmm. Deals are how reality works. Like a two-way street. You scratch yeah. my back, yeah. I scratch your back. If you handle this problem, this is what I'll do. If you do this, this is where you go. If you do this, you get a pay raise. If you do this and you take care of this big issue, you get a promotion. Those are the things that I like to do. Mm. I don't like promises. Those are th These are deals. Yeah. And I like to be very straightforward with them. This is what I will do if you do this. Do you agree? Yeah, I got it. When deal? that's done, right, right, right. it's a deal. <laughs> right. And that's it. Um, that's how I've always operated. You know, I feel like when you make a promise, people hear it in a different way. Like when you say, oh, I promise you I'm going to do this, that now all of a sudden I owe you this and, and you just get to keep doing whatever it is you do. Right. So you're asking me for something that is extra, right? In most cases. Yeah. And you're not going to do anything in return. That's not the way the world works, bro. Mm. You know, That's now, now sometimes, man. sometimes someone's coming to me uh, and they are an exceptional performer. They are already exceptional. They're already handling the problem. This goes back to the first question. Yeah. When they come to me and they say, hey, can I do this? I say, yes. There is no deal. Mm. And sometimes when they're an exceptional, exceptional performer, you know what I do? I know you know what I do because you've seen me do it. I go into their wherever it is they work and I fucking give them a raise. Yeah. Or I give them a promotion. Every single fucking man in this, in this room has fucking experienced that. When you do good, the, the CEO, the manager, the ownership, the leadership should try to recognize that on its own. Yeah. That keeps morale high because nobody wants to never be recognized. So if you're not paying attention, and this comes down to gratitude for your employees, right? Mm -hmm. Like you should be grateful that these people believe in you and believe in your mission and believe in your vision. They are willing to dedicate a big part of their life to that. Yeah. And when they work hard and they stand out and they do things, the attitude should be to proactively push them forward, not make them come to you groveling for shit. Let me, that's the truth. Now, there, most people don't operate that way. And that's why when you walk into fucking first form, it's a whole different game than fucking any other company on this planet. Yeah. I got pointed out today. I'm going to say this. I, I got pointed out 
that I should never say we're the next Nike because Nike is fucking bullshit compared mm. to us. The truth is we're 10 times better than these motherfuckers right now. That's a fucking fact. I challenge you to use our shit. Whatever it is that we make, we're a little company comparatively. We do better. Mm. Our people are better. Our culture's better. We care more. Our products are better. That's the fucking way it is. <clears throat> so I'm not going to say that anymore. I just want to make that clear. That's real. Yeah. No, that's real shit. Let me ask you though real quick. How do you... Uh... On the idea of of being grateful for your employees, as you mentioned, right? Showing that gratitude. We're going to do shit that's never been fucking done, bro. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. Like what these other fucking companies have done, they, they, they haven't even fucking scratched the fucking surface of what we're going to do. Because what we're going to do, the culture will be so strong and so healthy and so good that it will actually change the fucking world. Okay? That's real shit. And it started a little vitamin shop. So, yeah, that's don't real. fucking quit. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but but you mentioned you know be showing gratitude for your employees and the work they're putting in, all of that. How do you? I mean, I hate the word balance, but like, how do you balance that uh, that gratitude for your employees without making them become these entitled little crybabies like we see in all these other companies? Well, they have to genuinely be earning it. Yeah, the reason people become entitled is when you praise them when they don't deserve it because you feel like you're supposed to. Mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Don't fucking praise people when you, they didn't do a good job and they don't become entitled. Right. This is this starts with this parenting culture that we have. Mm -hmm. Oh, little Johnny, you did fucking seventeenth place. He's so special, bro. You're a shitty fucking player, <laughs> right, right. bro. You suck. You were a seventeenth out of fucking seventeen, bro. That's it. Yeah. Like that's what we should be telling our kids. Yeah. And you know what, John? We'll go in the backyard and we get home. We'll fucking practice. Yeah. Extra reps. We yeah. Got it. Cool. And you know what? We'll practice tomorrow. We'll practice next day. And then you know what? Next weekend, Johnny gets fucking eighth place. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's not getting 17th place anymore. Right. Okay. This is how fucking people learn. Mm. So, so if you reward terrible behavior in your fucking work environment, expect the terrible behavior to continue. Damn, man. Listen, here's the reality. Most people couldn't even fucking work because they couldn't handle the fucking standards. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's real shit, man. I was telling Malik that the other day. I'm like, it, it, but it is amazing too, though, how contagious high standards is. Well, you know what? Because it will make and break people. When you're right? around a bunch of fucking hardworking motherfuckers that want to win and be good and build a great life, uh, it's easy to stay on that yeah. standard because you don't want to be, it's, dude, it's like being on a team. Yeah, it's, it's the idea you're not going to be the belonging. motherfucker that's like walking during sprints when exactly. everybody else is hustling balls. Exactly. Like, Exactly. It taps into the need of self-belonging that humans have innately, but that can go good or bad. It could be Dude, a listen, positive way or There's a lot of way. people out yeah. here that have like 10 employees in their office, right? And they're like these typical, you know, fucking corporate woke motherfuckers. And they're listening to this show thinking like, how the fuck can I turn these people into those people? You fucking can't. Be real fucking serious about it. You can't. These are people. You have to have people that in their fucking heart want better for themselves. Yeah. If they don't have that, there's nothing you can do. Period. Now, there's plenty of people out there that do that. Plenty. But are you willing to live to the standard that's going to attract those people into your business? And the answer is usually no. Mm. Because most business owners want to fucking show up at fucking 1 and leave at 2.30 and go play fucking golf all day. Yep. And then go to fucking the lake on Thursday and come back on Monday. Right. Okay. Right. So the, that's what they want, but they also want what 
what what we have and those two things that's like fucking polar opposite things you can't have it yeah so like your leadership reflects the quality you want to know an honest fucking assessment of your own fucking self look at how your company performs look how your people perform that's an that's an honest look in the mirror of your own standards because it's the fucking truth and most of these motherfuckers won't fucking look it's their fault it's society's fault. Nobody wants to work. No, everybody's yeah. lazy. Yeah. Bro, you're fucking lazy. Mm. Some real shit, bro. <clears throat> real shit. Guys are- People want to be inspired, dude. They want to be inspired to live a higher standard. Yeah. If you're not living that yourself, you cannot fucking inspire anybody to do that. Zero. So look, look at your people. What do they look like? How do they behave? What do they eat? What do they do? What are they like everything about them? Because that's you. Yeah. That's the truth. When I look at my people, I'm fucking proud. It's real shit. It's real shit. <clears throat> Guys, our third and final question for Andy. Andy, question number three. I started my business six years ago and I have built it to a one and a half million dollar in revenue uh, from strictly word of mouth. That's awesome. I want to continue growing the business and everyone is telling me marketing and, uh, and advertising is the way to go. Are there things that I should be careful of when starting to pay for advertising? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a good question. Yeah. And that guy, who, that man or woman who ever wrote that is smart. Here's the fucking thing that entrepreneurs don't understand. All marketing does is increase the amount of visibility that you have. Hmm. Okay. So, if you have, this person said six years, right? Yep. Okay. Here's the advantage this, this person has. You, some people, like, heard the revenue number and they fucking laughed, right? They're mm-hmm. like, a million and a half after six years. You know, all these fucking 18-year-old fucking dumb fucks right. online talking so about maybe. how they're fucking, yeah. <laughs> the, they're laughing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the reality, and this is why that motherfucker's going to win that just asked that question. He just, or she, I'm going to say he. He just went through six years of fucking gauntlet ass shit. Mm. Six years of fucking lesson after lesson after lesson after fucking lesson. Okay. Do you understand how many skills that person learned during that six years to generate that one and a half million dollars? Probably most of the skills they're going to need for the rest of their career. Now Mm. they will continue to learn. But just like when you first start exercising, the results come really fast. Yeah. It's the same way with entrepreneurship. So what's really happening here is, and this is, this is great. This person has now invested in the processes and the skills and the understanding and how to handle the customers and making all the mistakes, right? Getting the nose, and they've got yeah. the word of mouth going in the right direction so that the word is spreading in a positive way or else they wouldn't have the sales. Right. Okay. So now if they go out, this person goes out and pays for new attention. All that does is accelerate the amount of people that see his brand. And then that accelerates the positive word of mouth that that person has, has already invested in creating. So what that, this person who asked the question is, is in a position to greatly benefit from effective advertising campaigns. So yes, a hundred percent for this person, but where should you watch out? Here's where you watch out. The person who's one year in, it doesn't really know shit. 
or they're fucking one month in or six months in or fucking even three years in, right? And they're like, fuck this. I want to go from from $100,000 a year. We're struggling to fucking 100 million. And I got this guy who's going to come give me $10 million and we're going to pour it all into marketing. And that ha- this happens all the fucking time. This is why all these companies raise all these hundreds of millions of dollars and then they go broke later. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't have the infrastructure to actually service the customer. Mm-hmm. So what happens is they go out, they tell everybody about how great they are. The customer orders has a terrible experience. And then with the ability for people to spread word of mouth now, which is instant, it ruins their company. So when you go to scale your advertising budget up, you have to understand that if you want to last a long time and continue to grow, there can be no holes in your bucket. You have to have a good product. You have to deliver what you say. You have to go above and beyond. You have to make sure that it works. You have to get your customer, whatever the fuck it is that they're after, okay? And you have to do so in a way that they talk about. That all has to come before you scale the ads. Unless you're going to become one of these fucking knuckleheads who has to switch products every six fucking days because people won't buy it twice because they got scammed, right? And to me, that's not even a real business. They're jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing. They're going to be doing it forever. And like, dude, eventually, you know, you run out of people. Smart motherfuckers take those skills and they go build a fucking little machine. And then they use that to accelerate the machine and make it worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking real. So essentially what you're saying is if if I'm doing 100 orders today, right, and I want to get to 1,000 orders today, Mm -hmm. I got to make sure I got the employees together. I got everything ready to be able to handle that before I even More so, dude, it's, it's, it's leveraging the word of mouth. Yeah. Like the person said, like we've done it all through word of mouth. So so that tells you right there that customers are telling other people about this person's business. Yeah. Okay. That means that they have the core fucking uh, result that they need to create before they put eyeballs and attention and traffic into their biz. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if it goes out and let's say they didn't have that. And let's say that every time they ordered, it took fucking five weeks to get an order. Um, you're always out of stock. Uh, shit isn't what it says it is. It's mm-hmm. not the quality it says. So they, you know, they're, because they haven't plugged all these holes, right? Like, right. I'm not saying those problems don't exist in every business because you have to learn. Like, yeah. you're going to go through a learning process. Just be preemptive about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you put attention on all that bad shit, the customer doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They go out and they say, yeah, don't order from this motherfucker because they, they fucking take seven weeks to ship the product. Their product isn't what they say it is. Blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, the whole world knows not to order from this company right. and, and it's over. Yeah. Okay. And this is why I always say we live in an age where um, technology is our biggest asset, but also our biggest liability if we're not ready in understanding of how to use it. Yeah. It's fucking real. You see what, does that make sense? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because, like, dude, you if you, like, like, bro, it's 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 real simple, bro. Would you want a million people looking at your before picture or or a million looking at your after picture? I have for sure. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. real simple. Yeah, like it's it's that's what the customer wants to see. By the way, right? They want to see the. They want to have a good experience. They want to fucking get a great product. They want to get it in quickly. They want to have a uh, uh, you know a friendly, knowledgeable people to help them. 
The product should exceed what they think it's going to be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then once you have all that shit, you could pour all the fucking traffic on it you want and it'll explode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then and then that comes into the a different conversation of, okay, well, how do we handle that growth and scaling and all these other things? But the point is, is like, don't put the fucking cart before the horse. Right. Don't think that, because advertising will either help you scale or it will expose you for, for being shit. Right. That's real, man. And so, you know, don't, don't be in a hurry, man. Plug all those holes in your bucket. Learn. Take the time to learn the lessons. Um, and this is all assuming that you're trying to build a, a lasting brand, which you should be. Right. Right. Um, that's how it works. And that, that's, that's reality of how it works. So uh, learn the lessons. Be patient. Take time. Test. You know, see what works. See what doesn't work. Listen to your customers. Uh, try to preemptively solve those problems that are frequent problems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Get to a point where you're comfortable that the, the story like this person is, is a positive story and then start advertising. That's fucking That's real, the man. way to do it. That's real. Well, that's fucking real, man. Well, guys, Andy, that's three. Let's go pay the fee. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Please share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold 